0: You are listening to Blue Lives Radio, the voice of American law enforcement, with your host, Randy Sutton. Hello and welcome to another episode, Blue Lives Radio, the voice of American law enforcement here on the America Out Loud Network. I'm your host, Randy Sutton, 34-year police veteran, the founder of the Wounded Blue, the national assistance and support organization for injured and disabled law enforcement officers, author of A Cop's Life and True Blue, police stories by those who have lived them. I really appreciate you taking the time to join us again today. Lots to talk about. Let's take a walk into the briefing room where I'm gonna give you my view from the blue. Well, I came up with a title for this week's show. I gotta tell you quite honestly, it's a title that I believe is accurate and it's a title that I believe is so sad that I had to actually voice it. I'm entitling this DOJ slash FBI, formerly the untouchables, now the untrustables. This breaks my heart that the FBI has become so politicized that they have lost sight of their mission and the vision when i now see what the fbi has become it 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 literally turns my stomach now not to say i i'm going to qualify this really important topic here and that is i'm not talking about the everyday field agents i'm not talking about the men and women who are in the in the trenches because i have worked with some amazing FBI agents during my career. Guys and women who have done great law enforcement work. I've seen some tremendously talented FBI agents who are dedicated to the concepts of justice and I think that they probably view their politicized hierarchy the same way that I do. Let's talk about Let's talk about the new the new Attorney General of the United States, who is in charge of the Department of Justice and the FBI, and the fact that that um, the U.S. Attorney Garland has literally drunk the Kool Aid of the Democratic political party and threatened American citizens who go to school board meetings and dissent with the, the critical race theory and the masking and vaccination mandates that are taking place in this country and using their constitutional right of free speech, disrupting some of these school board meetings. The fact that that the Attorney General of the United States has come out publicly and threatened them as, quote, domestic terrorists, unquote, is something that is truly, when I use the word unbelievable, I mean that in the strictest, realist sense. It is unbelievable. This is overreach, government overreach, on a scale we've never seen before. And the fact that, that... the Attorney General of the United States would try to suppress free speech that does not agree with the party line dynamics and 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 political whimsy of a political party is something that all Americans should fear. You know, listen, I, I served as a cop for thirty four years. I'm still deeply involved in law enforcement. From a number of different perspectives. And from that vantage point, I understand the need for law and order. We have seen a tremendous overturning of law and order in the last number of years because of, of the, the politics of the anti-law enforcement Narrative. So I understand the need for law enforcement. What I don't understand is how the DOJ could become so politicized that it ignores certain elements of the criminal justice system and focuses on other areas that they have no business in becoming involved in. Now, the FBI, during the initial parts of the Trump years and their incredible politics that was so obvious in the early days of the Trump presidency with the investigations, with the false statements being made by attorneys from the FBI the spying on a campaign of a candidate now whether you like Donald Trump or not it doesn't that's not the that's not the story here because it doesn't matter what party is in power or who the or who the the candidate is it is chilling it is literally frightening that the FBI could lose sight of its mission to the point where they would literally illegally gather, create alleged evidence in order to interfere with the political system of this country. That was clearly pointed out. And for the life of me, why this hasn't, become a much bigger investigation than the inspector general's report, which is still taking place, is something that, to me, is a symptom of a much deeper, deeper corruption of the hierarchy of the FBI. You know, when you think about what the mission is, law enforcement really requires a, an agency like the FBI. They have amazing, amazing resources. I loved working cases with them because of that. They had, they had technical abilities and they had have excuse me, I should say, I should speak in the present tense. They have resources that local cops could only dream of. So working with them and getting to utilize those resources in order to combat real crime is something that is absolutely essential in our criminal justice system. But what happens when that is turned into a political weapon? That is something out of Soviet-style Russia. So I, I look at power, and I look at it with a jaundiced eye I understand the need for law enforcement. I understand the need for a tremendous leeway when it comes down to conducting investigations. But I also am fearful of the overreach that we have now seen in the FBI. Let's talk about, let's talk about the Department of Justice's um, probe into the FBI's failure to investigate the gymnasts' report of abuse by Larry Nasser. If you had the opportunity to watch the, some of the Senate hearings involving the uh, sexual abuse of this parade of gymnasts over the years um, that, that brought this to light, it, it was stunning. It was absolutely stunning to listen to. Because these women were some of the most brittle, or I I guess brittle is not the right word. Now, now in fact, I'm going to strike that word completely. Because it turned out that their inner strength was absolutely amazing. But they they were so um, helpless to get anything done when they were sexually abused. Because no one would listen to them. I was unaware of the politics involved in the the world of competitive gymnastics, and I guess it 's probably the sports world involving um, that high level of ath- athletics but but to ha- see it exposed so glaringly when these women tried to seek Help in exposing Dr. Larry Nasser. And and it turns out that it was the FBI who had the, the investigation and not, not only just dropped the ball, but actually were corrupt in their investigation. And when I say corrupt, I'm going to give you the, the the definition of corruption when it comes down to the government, and it is the misuse of public power for private benefit. Okay, now a lot of that times you think, okay, that means taking money for not doing your job. That's the that's the you know the, the that's the classic um, system that you think about when you hear the word corruption, but it turns out that. These gymnasts tried for years to expose the sexual misconduct of the doctor that was in charge of them. And he was the former doctor of the the U.S. gymnastics. And these brave young women were facing the very intimidating Senate of the United States in these hearings, bravely recounting what they had experienced. And what they had experienced was the fact that FBI agents who had been assigned to the case not only didn't bring Nasser to justice, but palled around with the directors and, and the people who were in, in charge of the gymna- of the. US. gymnastics. And they were actually trying to get um, jobs for the future. Meanwhile, this predator continues to prey on these women for years destroying them in many ways psychologically post traumatic stress disorder becomes rampant in this in this group of women because of the way they were treated not only by Larry Nasser but by the very people that they went to get help from the FBI so you have you have this amazing organization, the FBI, who has incredible power, incredible investigative resources. And what happens? They pervert the investigation for their own selfish needs, wants, and whatever their, their goals were. But It certainly wasn't to bring a predator to justice. So this was exposed just a few months ago, but it's just one more, just one more enlightenment, if you will, of of what has become a number of very sketchy FBI issues.
1: You know, Healthy Cell is a terrific lineup of products. They have products that are pill-free, gel pack vitamins. Uh, looking for better sleep, focus and energy? Check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator in nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell has a product that helps REM sleep, helps you fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deeply, and wake up refreshed with Healthy Cell's REM sleep supplement. The only sleep supplement that's designed to support all stages of sleep. And boy, is it needed now during all the stress of the COVID-19 pandemic. So go to HealthyCell.com and use the code OUTLOUD, all capital letters, OUTLOUD, for a 20% off your first order of any product from Healthy Cell. I use them every day. I believe in them. And you should too. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio.
0: Hi, this is Randy Sutton, the host of Blue Lives Radio, the voice of American law enforcement on the America Out Loud Network. And everybody is shopping online now, right? Everybody is is going and getting their wares because it's convenient, it's easier. But here's the problem. I don't like giving my money to companies that simply don't go along with the values that I believe are important. I value patriotism. I value love of country. I value our police. I value our army and our navy and our military. I believe that these are really important values and unfortunately a lot of the big players in online shopping they don't. They instead they they promote a bunch of of, of activists that that truly do not even like our country. I don't like it. So, I, but you know, what else are you going to do? There's pretty much just been one game in town. Well, that's changing right now. That's changing because now there is shoptotheright.com. Now, shoptotheright.com is a new endeavor, but it is it is gaining traction for shopping online and putting your your wares online. If you are a business. And, and looking for customers that care about the country, that care about patriotism, care about values that the most of us uh, do share, and, and, and it really comes down to this. Do you want to give your money to companies that promote organizations that actually sometimes even call for the overthrow of our nation? Not me. I don't want to. Well, I never had much of a choice, but now we do. ShopToTheRight.com. You've got to check it out, whether you are shopping or you are selling if you're a company. Check it out. ShopToTheRight.com. Tell them Randy sent you. I want to tell you about an organization that I'm going to ask you to support. It's called the Wounded Blue, and you can see it at TheWoundedBlue.org. They are the National Assistance and Support Organization for Injured and Disabled Law Enforcement Officers. Now, by uh, I have to tell you the truth, and that is that I am the founder of that organization and the national director. What do they do? They provide peer support for injured and disabled officers all over the United States. They have a team of dedicated police officers, all who have been shot or stabbed or beaten or run over or faced psychological trauma, and they know exactly what these men and women are going through today. It's free, of course, because this is a national nonprofit charitable organization. They don't take any fees. Nobody makes any money on this deal. This is just about helping those men and women who have sacrificed so much for their communities and their country. Check it out at TheWoundedBlue.org. Your support is is really needed. These men and women uh, have been abused in ways you can't even imagine. In fact, if you got a moment, go to Amazon.com. And look at our documentary film called The Wounded Blue Service Sacrifice Betrayed. You will be shocked. Check it out, thewoundedblue.org, and support these men and women. Thank you. Well, let's let's talk a little bit more about it. This is from U.S. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco revealed that a new investigation was underway as she testified before the Senate Judiciary committee about violence against women. She made the admission after US Senator Dick Durbin asked her about the DOJ's decision not to prosecute two FBI agents who are accused of having lied to the agency's inspector general about their failure to investigate the allegations against Nasser. So basically, the Department of Justice and the FBI got caught with their hands in the cookie jar because they refused, even after they found out that these FBI agents acted, not just inappropriately, but probably criminally, they did nothing. It wasn't until it was exposed in a Senate hearing that the Department of Justice suddenly decides, oh, babe, we, better, we better do some, some cleanup here. We're going to announce an investigation. Well, it's too little and it's too late. And and what that shows me is that there is collusion at the top levels of the FBI and the DOJ. And if 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 that doesn't if that doesn't shock you and and anger you, then there's there's a, there's issues that you need to really 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 take up and, and 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 look at. Now, the FBI did fire the agent. Now, this came up later as well. Uh, an FBI agent accused of failure to properly investigate former USA Gymnastics doctor Larry Nasser and lying about it later has been fired by the FBI days before a high-stakes public hearing into the Bureau's flawed investigation of the child sex abuse case involving... Simone Biles, and other world-famous gymnasts. Now, this guy's name is Michael Langman, who as a supervisory special agent in the FBI's Indianapolis office interviewed gymnast Michaela Maroney in 2015 about her alleged abuse at the hands of Nasser. Supervisory special agent. That's a big title. It's a big job. These are these are people who have immense power. A July report by Justice Department Inspector General Michael Horowitz harshly criticized Langman as well as his former boss, Jay Abbott, for their handling of the Nasser case saying the FBI failed to pursue it and then lied to Inspector General investigators who confronted them with those failures talk about something that should be prosecuted and investigated properly well now because they got caught with their hand in the cookie jar they have no choice now they have to investigate it but doesn't that bring to your mind some questioning of how thorough this investigation will be and how honest it will be this is something that the American people should never have to question that their Federal Bureau of Investigation could become so politicized that their, that their investigative work needs to be examined and even challenged. This is a very, very nefarious situation and one that literally undermines law enforcement in this country. Now while all this is happening you've got you've got the Attorney General threatening ordinary citizens who dissent with their school boards with the way that their their, their kids are being taught a fundamental right of being an American. One that the Constitution of this United States guarantees every American. And he he chills that by threatening to investigate these ordinary men and women, these mothers and fathers, as, and labels them domestic terrorists. And then puts resources into this investigation. That should truly scare every American, whether you got a D in the back of your name or, or an R or, any, or anything else. This is fundamentally wrong on every level. And the fact that that the President of the United States would weaponize the Department of Justice against those people, because you know this, the Attorney General didn't make this up by himself. He's getting his orders from the very, very top. So the fact that the the DOJ announced that they would direct the FBI to investigate, quote, threats of violence at school board meetings. Threats of violence. Now, what does that mean? It is such a nebulous term. People are are yelling and screaming because they're angry. They're not being listened to. Their, their, Their voices are being stifled by petty politicians on school boards. Who are telling parents that they have no say in what their kids are being taught, and the president of the United States would weaponize the DOJ against them? At the same time, you have this heralded, once heralded agency playing fast and loose with with the with the the the, the child rapes and sexual assaults of of so many of these young women who were involved in the gymnastics how do you equate that how does the fbi say you know what um yeah maybe we we made a mistake here that's why i say they went from do you remember when you, when you were growing up you looked at the fbi as i did that they were the premier law enforcement agency in the united states hell i remember the 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 television show the untouchables i remember the the whole concept of people who couldn't be corrupted and and i looked up to that i looked up to that as as something that was you know literally the, the kind of like the the knights on the white horses you know the good guys well, what happens when the good guys well they ain't the good guys and, and, the, and the I guess one of the most frustrating things is I know so many great FBI agents who care about their country, who care about law enforcement, who care about the mission. And they are being undermined by those in the positions of the top positions who have allowed politics to enter the law enforcement world. And I can tell you right now, from from my experience as a cop when you enter politics into the world of law enforcement there is nothing but misery at the end of the road and the FBI with its immense power should be the untouchables we should have every confidence in them that they will follow the constitution that they will investigate Terrorists. They will investigate major narcotics traffickers, high-level criminality. Get the hell out of out of people's campaigns. Get the hell out of the politics. We all know about the defunding the police movement. This has been this has been a quote movement now since the George Floyd killing. You know, here's what's so interesting to me. George Floyd is killed. He becomes a deity in the eyes of the left. There are statues created of him. They're, he's honored. He's, he's put up on a, on, on, a, on a pedestal as if he was this incredibly good human being. Who who died as a result of the the excessive force by the police and, and they just you know the, the, the narrative of the racist cops that targeted George Floyd and, and and killed him bloodthirstily that becomes the cry of the left. And as a result of that one Incident, an entire false narrative is put out to the American public. And the reaction is stunning. This call to defund the police, to reimagine the police, quote unquote, to take the police and completely disband them. All of these unimaginative, incredibly ludicrous ideas somehow take hold in American society and begin a campaign that is literally costing hundreds of American lives and a disruption to every aspect of the American Experience now. Does does it make sense that? And of course, let you know if you're gonna if you're gonna pick a martyr, George Floyd isn't the right one. George Floyd was a career criminal. George Floyd was a violent human being. George Floyd was the instigator of all of the actions that led to his own death. He committed a crime. He then resisted the police. <clears throat> he swallowed a whole bunch of drugs that were fatally that that were fatal in their own right. And then, when he dies as a result of his actions and the actions of the officer involved, who wound up getting sentenced to to some draconian sentence over what was in fact, without a doubt, an accidental death. The entire country loses its mind and starts burning to the ground in major cities. And then you have the political left. You have the politicians like the squad who have somehow? I I don't swear to God. I can't figure out anybody with half a brain can listen to Rashid Talib and and that moron AOC or the any of the other idiots on the squad and actually pay attention to them and think, oh yeah, they've got a point. I've never seen a bunch of, I've never seen anything like remotely like this, where where. Common sense appears to completely have been shoved out the window in this new era of wokeness and and what does what does this incident in Minnesota what happens as a result? Police agencies across the country have their budgets slashed. Are you kidding me? In an era where, where violent crime is, is spiraling out of control, the answer from politicians in Minneapolis, Portland, Seattle, New York, L.A., the answer is to create an environment where your own citizens literally are, are becoming victims and potential victims of the most violent offenders in society. That's your answer. That's how you're going to protect the community. It's astonishing. It's astonishing how ludicrous it is. And yet, look at what has happened. Even on the face of it, defunding the police is a moronic idea. You know, if you think that a utopian society is possible without law enforcement, you are literally in a dreamland. You can try and reimagine policing, but at the end of the day, it's going to be cops who you call when you or your loved ones are in danger. Because if you don't know it yet... There are predators among us. There are people in this world that will cut your throat in front of your family, sexually assault you, destroy everything that you hold dear in your life, and smile when they do it. The only people that will protect you are the police. It certainly isn't going to be your city council people. It's not going to be your governor. It's not going to be your Senate or your Congress. They're going to be in their nice, comfortable homes with their security details, imagining the next way to affect your life. The only people who give... A damn about your safety is your police. And here's something that's very interesting. All we hear is the distrust of the police. Got to hold the police accountable. Because the police are they're racist, systematically racist. They're, they're, they're hunting down these poor people, killing them. And yet, in a new poll that just came out just weeks ago, 67% of the people of this country trust and believe in their police. They believe that they, that the police are on their side, that the police make their streets safer, and yet you don't hear that on the mainstream media. All you hear is the anti-law enforcement media and the hype and the lies that are being told. Why? You better ask yourself why. Because if you aren't informed as to the nature of what the political left has in store for you, you had better buckle up. Because there's a much bigger picture here. There's a much bigger picture. Why would anyone that ostensibly is a leader in this community of yours or this community? this country of ours, why would anyone want to tear down the American criminal justice system? The only reason that you could possibly look at is for their benefit. What's their benefit? It's, the, it's what has driven every politician since the Roman days, Well, even before that. And that's power. The new political left is drunk with power. They have, in reality, already undermined the criminal justice system to the point of, well, if it's repairable, it's going to take years. Look what they've done in New York. Quote, bail reform. Just think of that term, bail reform. Oh, we have to have bail reform because... Poor people are being discriminated against, so we have to have bail reform. Doesn't that sound good? And what is the reality of that? That means that as soon as a criminal commits a crime against you, they don't hold them accountable and they release them right away. and And would you please come back to court? Well, if you don't, that's okay, because we'll just issue a bench warrant, which will then be quashed because you're you're you're, uh, you're being discriminated against. That's 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 the 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 left's policies that have, that have so dismally failed and created the worst crime problem in America. The, the violence that is taking place in America's cities is beyond anything that we have ever seen before. Now, every now and then there's a bright spot. I'm going to read this headline to you. Judge issues orders to stop Kansas City leaders from defunding police departments. This is from the Police Tribune. A Jackson County judge ruled on Tuesday that the Kansas City mayor and city council's attempt to defund the police department has violated state law. Missouri 16th Judicial Circuit Court Judge Patrick Campbell issued a ruling on October 5th that said the city council could not change the police department's budget after appropriations without first having consent from the Kansas City Board of Police Commissioners. The defunding came in May, just one month after the Kansas City Police Department budget was approved by the Board of Police Commissioners. That's when Kansas City Mayor Quinton Lucas said the city council passed two ordinances that effectively defunded the police department. Their plan was to take $42 million dollars out of the police budget and put it into quote, community services and a prevention fund. Well, you know what that means? That's $42 million that they're gonna steal, that they're gonna put in ineffective programs run by their buddies so they can line their friends' pockets with money while taking the police and and removing the ability from them to, to effectively serve their communities. The critics complained it was a backdoor way for the mayor to fund the police department, which, of course, it was. The mayor said it was "quote about accountability." Unquote. That's the that's the buzzword bingo. It's got to got to hold the police accountable. Yep, that's what we got to do. So the Kansas City Board of Police Commissioners filed a lawsuit against the city that they had overstepped their authority, and this judge ruled that's exactly what happened. So I'm really happy to see that that in some there may be some bright spots here and there, that that some police agencies aren't just rolling over, like New York City. They get defunded millions and millions and millions of dollars, and do you see the police commissioner or the hierarchy of the police department doing anything about it? They don't do anything. They roll over like the like the the. the Beat up little puppies that they are at the hands of that absolute, incompetent, corrupt mayor, de Blasio. Oh, by the way, did you see the, the headline last week? De Blasio um, spent hundreds of thousands of, da- of taxpayers' dollars making his security detail his own family's private slaves. Yeah, yeah. Moving furniture for his daughter and during his campaign, driving him around, chauffeuring him around, um, being private security guard for all the property that the mayor owns all over the city. Yeah. And then n- n- when he gets caught with his hand in the cookie jar, he blames it on, oh, it's the police's fault. Of course it is. Of course it is. And then uh, one of the the police inspectors covers it up. The mayor needs to be in jail. That police inspector who helped cover it up needs to be in jail. But they won't face any accountability because the only accountability they care about is the accountability for the police, the real cops. And they will make up what that accountability is to fit their own political purposes. This is very symptomatic. Everything is happening in regards to policing, defunding, demoralizing, dehumanizing the police, this is all part of a much larger picture. I urge you to think about it. I urge you to look deeper into the motivations of those responsible For these, quote, movements, unquote, follow the money, follow the power. The FBI, the DOJ, once the untouchables, now the untrustables. Mm
2: It was a vision that gave birth to a unique multimedia platform that would combine classic talk radio, great writers, and memorable podcasts and videos. AmericaOutloud.com is a conservative leader in a field that is predominantly run by far-left progressive globalists. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio.
0: I'm not sure there's been a more dangerous time to be a law enforcement officer in America. Besides the, the physical attacks, there is all the social media nonsense taking place, and, and all I mean, it's just it's, it's a it's a really tough time. But one of the things that's, that technology is is been not the not the officer's friend is the ability for people to dox cops. That is to find their personal information. And utilize it for nefarious purposes. Now, this tech type of technology is everywhere if you know how to use it. And there's there's very few ways that a cop can protect himself. Well, now there is a way. Um, I got a I got a, a a friend named named Peter James, and Pete James is a retired cop and he started a company called OfficerPrivacy.com. This is a really, really something I want you to listen to. He's developed a way to get your personal records off of the internet. That's right, you can get your personal identifying information off of the internet so that people cannot find you, dox you, um, place your family in jeopardy, etc. cetera. It's officerprivacy.com. Now, besides doing that, and it's, it's not expensive at all, besides doing that, he's now, he's now working with um, another law enforcement officer, Covert Media Consulting. And the owner of that is John Hock, a 13-year law enforcement veteran who's uh, assigned to a violent crime task force. And what they have done, they have put together a training course that can be utilized that will help officers' safety when it comes down to issues like this. So I want you to go to uh, officerprivacy.com. Check it out. It's, it's This is not expensive. It is life-altering stuff because you know when you have peace of mind that you are safer and your family is safer, you're gonna be better at your job. So check it out,
2: officerprivacy.com. Each of us is born with 30 trillion cells that make us. These cells determine how we feel, perform, sleep, focus, and how long we live. And to live our best life, all we have to do is feed our cells. But most food and supplements don't reach our cells, keeping us from reaching our full potential. Make Every Cell Count with Healthy Cell. Founded with a mission to empower people to take control of their own health at the most fundamental level, Dr. Vincent Jampapa, world-renowned cell researcher and medical doctor, created supplements that work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Go to healthycell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of any product. And that's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, and use code loud for 20% off.
0: Hello, this is Lieutenant Randy Sutton, the host of Blue Lives Radio, the voice of American law enforcement. I am a 34-year police veteran. I am also the founder and CEO of an organization that stands behind injured and disabled law enforcement officers. It is called... The Wounded Blue. Our website is thewoundedblue.org. We have produced a film. It is an important film. I urge you to watch it. The film details what happens when a police officer or law enforcement officer is shot or stabbed or beaten or disabled, seriously injured in the line of duty. Most people think they are taken care of medically and financially. The reality may be quite different. It is called The Wounded Blue, Service, Sacrifice, trade. The film is available on Amazon, iTunes, and the Microsoft Store.
1: You know, Healthy Cell is a terrific lineup of products. They have products that are pill-free, gel pack vitamins, uh, looking for better sleep, focus, and energy. Check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator in nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell has a product that helps REM sleep, helps you fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deeply, and wake up refreshed with Healthy Cell's REM sleep supplement. The only sleep supplement that's designed to support all stages of sleep. And boy, is it needed now during all the stress of the COVID-19 pandemic. So go to HealthyCell.com and use the code OUTLOUD, all capital letters, OUTLOUD, for a 20% off your first order of any product from Healthy Cell. I use them every day, I believe in them, and you should too. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud, Talk Radio.
0: End of Watch with Randy Sutton.
1: Each week here on Blue
0: Lives Radio, the voice of American law enforcement, we honor the men and women of the law enforcement profession who have made the ultimate sacrifice and given their lives in the line of duty. And this year has been a deadly year for law enforcement. The war on cops is raging on. This first officer, Corporal Timothy Michael Tanksley of the Alto Police Department in Georgia. Corporal Timothy Tanksley died from complications as a result of contracting COVID-19 in the line of duty. Corporal Tanksley has served with the Alto Police Department for two years. Previously served with the Dillard Police Department for four years. He is survived by his son, Corporal Timothy Michael Tanksley, Alto Police Department, Georgia. End of watch, Friday, October eighth, twenty twenty one. Deputy Sheriff Dale Wyman of the Hardeman County Sheriff's Office in Tennessee. Deputy Sheriff Dale, Dale Wyman succumbed to injuries sustained while he was responding to a vehicle crash on October 10, 2012. His patrol car left the roadway and overturned in a ditch on Highway 100 near Lake LaHoyle Road. The crash left him paralyzed from the chest down and he continued to receive constant medical care until succumbing to his injuries on October 6, 2021. Deputy Wyman was a United States Army veteran. He has served at the Hardiman County Sheriff's Office for three years. He is survived by his wife, two sons, daughter, and grandchildren. Deputy Sheriff Dale L. Wyman, Hardiman County Sheriff's Office, Tennessee. End of watch Wednesday, October 6, 2021. The next is Police Officer Dylan Harrison of the Alamo Police Department, Georgia. Police Officer Dylan Harrison was shot and killed outside of the Alamo Police Department at about 1 a.m., The subject fled the scene and was arrested the following day. Officer Harrison was working his first shift as a part-time officer with the Alamo Police Department. He had served in law enforcement for four years and had previously served with the Middle Georgia State University Police Department, Cochrane Police Department, Dodge County Sheriff's Office, and the Oconee Drug Task Force. He is survived by his wife and six-month-old son. Police Officer Dylan Harrison Alamo Police Department, Georgia. End of Watch Saturday, October 9th, 2021. And the last is Master Trooper Adam Gobert of the Louisiana State Police. Master Trooper Adam Gobert was shot and killed from ambush in Prairieville. The suspect had shot and wounded two of his neighbors in French settlement before stealing a pickup truck shortly after midnight. The man then drove to his half sister's home on Dutton Road, where he murdered her and wounded her husband. A short time later, the man opened fire on a Louisiana State Police trooper who attempted to pull over the truck. The man fled and remained at large throughout the day while a massive manhunt was undertaken. At some point during the incident, Trooper Gaubert was shot and killed from ambush as he sat in his patrol car near the intersection of Airline Highway and Old Jefferson. The subject was arrested later in the evening. Trooper Gobert had served with the Louisiana State Police for 19 years. Master Trooper Adam Gobert, Louisiana State Police, end of watch Saturday, October 9th, 2021. Each of these officers gave their lives in the line of duty, serving the people of their communities. May they rest in peace. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Blue Lives Radio, the voice of American law enforcement. I really do appreciate you taking the time and effort to support this show and all of law enforcement. A couple things I want to mention. First, if you truly support law enforcement, please check out thewoundedblue.org. That is the organization that helps injured and disabled law enforcement officers, uh, an institution that I was instrumental in founding. They are doing amazing work, and there are literally thousands and thousands of officers who can use your help. Also, if you are a law enforcement officer or have been, remember that at the end of October, we are holding the Law Enforcement Survival Summit in Las Vegas, and you can get all the information on that at the website, thewoundedblue.org. This will be an uh, an epic training event and could literally save your life, save your career, and even your relationships. So check it out at TheWoundedBlue.org. Now I'm going to tease you with just one last thing before we say goodbye. For those of you who are familiar with my past history, you'll know that I've written several books two of which are in the series called True Blue, police stories by those who have lived them. Well, I am getting ready to announce that there will be a third book in that series. And I will be looking for authors, police authors that are either currently police or retired former police officers. And I'm just going to tease you with that because I will be announcing this and this is going to be uh, an amazing book. The last two sold very well and helped to show the reader what the realities are of police officers and the heart behind the badge. So keep your eye out and keep on tuning in to True Blue Radio. Well, that's that's one word for it. But it's Blue Lives Radio, the voice of American law enforcement. But it is True Blue.